right, welcome to episode 21 of the At-Bat Baseball Podcast presented by War Media, where we give you our thoughts on the latest Chicago baseball news as well as take a trip around the league. I am Saul Rodriguez along with Miles Porter. How are we doing today, man? Yo, what's good? Doing good. Doing good. Lots of funny baseball stuff going on in the baseball world. There's a lot to talk about. So, I, you know, like every episode, I look forward to dive into this. Oh, yeah. And of course, yeah, the, the, you're definitely right. I mean, there's just a lot. It's been, I feel like, a goofy couple couple of weeks of just random stuff happening in baseball, popping up and stuff. Uh, whether it be good or bad, it's just like so random. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, well, so give us a quick update on the Milwaukee Jaguars. You know, what, what you know, your, your team over the weekend, what, what went on? Because I think it was, was it the playoffs this weekend or was yes. it? Yeah, right. Okay. Yes. We, uh, we won, we won our playoff game this weekend, 13 to nothing, uh, against a very competitive baseball team whose name I won't say. No, I'm kidding. I got respect <laughs> for those guys a lot. Um, yeah, it was, it was intense. It was an intense game. There's a lot of, a lot of back and forth going on, but I think that's like one of the, one of the most beautiful parts about about this game is like the passion from both sides, and I just you know it was it, it was fun. It was it was a fun game. I'm happy that we got that first one out the way. Now you know we're looking to next you know next weekend and taking care of business there and just bringing it home. Now is it like a bracket? Like what what round is what round are you in next week? For example, I think next weekend we're in the semifinals. Oh okay, bet bet, and that's and it's and it's uh, single game elimination. Single game elimination, and then the championship series is best of three. Oh, okay, there you go. That's that's sick. That's sick. Well, yeah. best of luck, Miles. I'm sure you'll you'll keep us updated, of course. And and uh, what what uh what uh or I will ask this too. Also, uh, like what did your stats look over the weekend? <laughs> the defense was incredible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was it was one of those it was one of those weekends where it was a lot of a lot of very hard contact right at people. So it's one of those parts of baseball where you just you know you just you kind of shrug your shoulders like all right. I mean I'm I'm doing my part. The contact mm-hmm. is good. Sometimes you hit the ball and it's right at people, and that's really what happens this weekend. Yeah, I mean as long as you hit the ball hard, right? It's like yeah, you, you yeah. feel you feel at least a little bit good about I'm sure about the at bat compared to. Yeah. like a, a measly fly out, fly out or something like that but right. hey there you go yeah, yeah, yeah. you're gonna have plenty of opportunities else to uh to uh showcase the and the mvp skills you know in the, um, in the, next, in the next game you know right hey, now. that other team they did their research they were they were they were talking mm-hmm. all about my stats <laughs> they, were, they were giving it to me i was like yep yep got it <laughs> and i'm such it's... a friendly guy too like i'm not even like a like a like a big trash talker either <laughs> like mvp more like over three <laughs> oh my god I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> thanks guys <laughs> Oh my god! So I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah sure. I mean, I could talk trash, but like, I don't know. I like to keep it friendly. But it was, it was funny. It was a funny game. But I'm coming this weekend. They, they, they made, they ruined it for the next thing. <laughs> yeah, for real. It's like you, <laughs> you, you poke the bear. It's, you have to deal with the consequences. Yeah. You know? yeah so yeah. as friendly as I am, I'm not the one to, try to talk trash to. But, you know, we'll, we'll let the performance do the speaking first. There you so. go. There you go. Hell yeah! All right. So we'll start off with the uh, the White Sox this week. Um. They, of course, we talked about them like uh, last week when we were like um, uh, going over the Astro series and just how that uh, the beginning of the series, we were like, man, is this, is this, are the White Sox officially back? Like, is this kind of, is, is this it? And uh, to be honest, after that series, I was like, yeah, no, not, not quite there. Um, they ended up losing the last two games of the series. It literally, 
the Astros flipped the, the script completely um, in game three, the, the one that, that was going on as we were, we were recording last week. Um, the Astros ended up holding down the Sox and winning three to two. Um, and then the finale uh, was 21 to five. Um, they completely annihilated Sox pitching 25 Houston hits. Uh, Giolito allowed seven runs. The series in general just kind of um, encapsulated the Sox season. And I feel like I've said that a million times this year because just like some series has just been so inconsistent and just so blaring as to like the Sox issues. And it's also just Giolito too. Like we've said it multiple times too, that like, you know, he's obviously had a tough season and when he's on, he's the Sox ace. And this year it just really hasn't been anywhere near Giolito stuff. Like um, it's, it's been pretty bad. So um, kind of, it showed up in that, in that fourth game of, of the Astros series. Um they ended up also playing the uh, Guardians over the weekend, which is going to be which was going to be another big series. Uh, Sox ended up losing the first one. They got uh, struck out uh, fourteen times by Tristan McKenzie, the All Star. Um, then the the Sox won, or in that in that same game, excuse me, the Sox went up two zip, uh, but Cleveland came back. They pulled the Sox on them um, and came back and won five to two in Game Two. Uh, it was Johnny Cueto, man, Johnny aces. He went in there and, uh, you know, nearly went complete game shutout. Uh, he was pulled at uh, eight and two thirds, uh, but the Sox went two nothing. Uh, Cueto went on to win the uh, co-player of the week. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was kind of like all week. It was guys like Abreu and Robert kind of uh, continuing to propel the, the offense for the Sox. Moncada kind of cooled off uh, after the Houston series. Um, but really just kind of, uh, tell me like, what's your take on just, you know, uh, just another Sox week. It's just been like for 2022, this is another, this is another average white Sox week where you, they underachieved. Um, they nest, they didn't necessarily like one game they got, you know, you know, their butts kicked, but like, you know, the whole week it was just kind of, they could have done this better or they could have done that. And if they did this, they could have easily won the, you know, won this series or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you know, it's just it's one of those this is and I've said it multiple times, this is who the White Sox are. Um, I think really this season has been a bit of a train wreck. And 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 you know, for there are there are many points throughout this season where I was I was holding out hope for this squad. Um, but this is, you know, this is who they are. Uh everything is just, you know, gone off. Everything's, you know, just kind of, you know, gone off. It's it's been derailed. Um Injuries, injuries, injuries cannot stay away from them. Uh, you got you got injuries. You got you got guys that aren't hitting very well. You got defensive errors. Um, you know, aside aside from a few shining stars, um, and Dylan Cease, and, and and when you look at Johnny Cueto as well, this is a team that is just completely, you know, like we just it's in shambles. It's a team. It's a squad that's in shambles. I think. It's one thing to sit here and and for me to say the White Sox need to find it because I think, I think they know what they have to find within themselves. But due to how there has been a a lack of pretty much everything this year and 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 I, and it's like a mixture of underachieving and underperforming. You know, it, it's disappointing. It, it's very disappointing. This team cannot stay away from the injuries. You know, Kopech goes down, Grandal in the ten day on the ten day IL with a knee injury. Uh, obviously, you know we still got Tim Anderson out. 
Um, and and it, it goes on and on. Um, it's unfortunate for the squad because we all know how talented they are, and I think that's where a lot of this criticism comes from. Um, and, and, and you know, I, I pointed out the highlights within, you know, the, the pitching staff, but, you know, you so much – I have so much respect for, for Jose Abreu uh, and, and, and Luis Robert for, you know, kind of jumpstarting that offense the way that they have been. But it's not enough. It, 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 it's, they're doing their part, but it's this is – this is a culmination of issues that have, you know, that are continuing and it kind of feels like certain things are starting to pile on to each other. So it's unfortunate that this has been the White Sox season, um, but hopefully there is some learning curves going on within the management because you, you can't give up on the squad. You're, you're obviously not going to sell next year or whatever. That's, that's not going to happen. That'd be very foolish. But, you know, I think there's a lot of things to look at this year and take away from and kind of, uh, reflect. And, and, you know, I'm saying this, it's August 23rd. I'm not giving up on this season, but if you're going to, if someone's going to ask me, do I think the White Sox are going to go far in the playoffs if they make it? No. And I think most people understand that concept. I think there's a lot of, a lot of reevaluation that has to go in, you know, go into September and next year specifically. Yeah, no. And, and I think like, it's like a, you know, it's like deja vu every week, like with the Sox and just the way they're playing. And it's like, and the thing is too, is that they're getting super lucky in the sense of uh, the competition, right? It's like the Indians or sorry, excuse me, the guardians and the twins are just getting like, they're not playing great baseball either. Right. And it's like, like ultimately they're leaving, you know, they're, you know, leaving an opportunity for the Sox on the table um and the Sox just aren't taking it you know what I mean like if the Sox have, if the Sox all season and this is you know goes the same for the Twins of the Guardians like if the Sox had you know picked it up and went on like an I don't know eight nine game winning streak they'd be in first place easily no matter where the winning streaks like was you know was there like I think maybe the Twins had one hot spurt in the season but like you know, it, no team has really gone off the rails and, you know, went on a giant winning streak to, like, you know, separate themselves in the division. Right now, the Sox are just three games out of first place in the Central. The The Twins are two games behind the Guardians. Um, and, you know, we said, we said it last week, probably, you know, the, the route is for the Sox is probably not going to be the wild card. But, I mean, there's still four games out of a wild card spot anyway. So the opportunity is still there again. But it's just like so many things have to fall into, into, into play. And the thing is, the later you get in the season, which I mean, we're getting to the point anyways, but the later you get in the season and the more behind the, or the as behind as you are right now in the division and the standings in general, like the more it relies, the your destiny uh, lies in someone else's hands. It's, it has nothing to do with, you know, you could keep winning games, but, at, you know, right now the sacks are really just depending dependent on guardians losing games, twins losing games for them to get any higher. Cause um, it's just not looking like the Sox are going to go on a run anytime soon uh, to, you know, solidify a spot in the central, um, you know, you look at you know, the, the, how favorable their schedule is. And we talked about it, you know, heading out of the all-star all-star break is how favorable the Sox uh, schedule was. And it socks had just haven't, really taking advantage of it i mean it's really just like the one time they they you know went out and like we thought like again we said we thought they were back is when they went on a little five game winning streak and even then they've come back to earth lost three in a row and just lost four out of the last you know four out of the last five so now 
Um, and they they will go on now to face uh, Baltimore, Arizona, and uh, and then come back uh, uh, to play Kansas City and Minnesota. So it's not going to let up anytime soon. It's going to be still – and the thing is, you look at Kansas City and you're like, it's a favorable matchup, but it just hasn't been that way. Like the Kansas City Royals have beat the Sox, again, four out of the, out of the last uh, five games. And it just – it just – has been baffling to watch those games. So it's like it, as much as you look at the schedule and you're like, Hmm, yes, Sox can win that. Mm-hmm, Sox can win that. And they, every, every week they just disappoint. They're like, yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't come to fruition. And yeah. And as you mentioned too, is like Kopech going down, Grandal going down. It's like, it's just never ending story with them and, and uh, with the injuries and, you know, at least with Grandal, you hope it's not serious. Same with, you know, Kopech and his knee soreness. You hope it's not serious. Um, luckily, they've gotten guys like Elvis Andrews that you know they got a body in there to you know to 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 get some at bats and and he you know he had a two two RBI hit uh, the other day. Hopefully, he can continue to do that. But yeah, it's it's starting. It's it's it is frustrating from all aspects. And then the thing is too is like they also this uh, came up last earlier last week that um, the 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 uh, team leaders had a meeting. Uh, to I guess go over the team's cockiness and like I I don't really know how to like take that right it's like I don't like I don't know if the team like thinks they're too cocky or this and that but I feel like even I feel like they're less cocky than they have been in other years just because of the position they're in um yeah I don't know what what did you what did you think when you heard about that because I'm just like I was kind of hmm, it kind of it was kind of weird to me because of the timing and uh, because um, I mean Tim Anderson's not even playing, for example, and like he's uh, and don't get me wrong, I love his game, but he I guess if you want to categorize him as cocky, like you probably can. But yeah, what did what did you think about like the Sox having a meeting uh, to talk about their cockiness? Yeah, I think I think it's like a <clears throat> you know for for the kind of season that they're having, there's always those meetings that take place, um, and you know it. it it could be a matter of cockiness with some players. And I think, you know, what w- w- cockiness comes with an individual mindset. So, so w- w- when you're, when you're, there's a difference between players feeling, feeling cocky and, 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 you know, and feeling and being confident. Um, I think, I think, you know, there has to be, there, there's a little bit of humbling that probably went on during that conversation. Um, and, and, you know, like I was saying, I think there, there's maybe been some players who have been, playing for themselves who it, you know it's it's not really for me to speculate but i i do believe that that conversation is 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 necessary but i hope that's not the only thing that they were focusing on i hope it was a conversation that also involved involved some sort of spark some sort of mental reset that this squad can have the last thing that you that you want to do is point fingers uh is, is play the blame game you know, you, you, you don't want to do that. I think, I think something that is so good is to, you know, have some sort of accountability that, that goes on within the clubhouse, um, you know, address things that, that need to be improved on. And then after that, you know, you gotta, you gotta inspire each other. You gotta, you gotta motivate each other to be the best versions of, you know, your, of yourselves that you can as, as a player, as a teammate, um, you have a job to do. Um, it's not about, and and as much as we we glorify different players' stats and everything, it's it's a team game. I know obviously baseball is one of those games where 
we, you know, we see it last night with the Cubs and what we'll, we'll touch on that. It could just be one moment that can change an entire game. That could be the pinnacle of that game right there. But you know, there, it, it, it takes a team. It takes a team. That's why it's a team sport. And I think that, uh, I think that the White Sox organization as a whole recognize that. Um, so along with them, you know, touching on the different egos that are going on, I hope that the main part of that conversation was how can they turn this season around? And, you know, the, the Eagles play a part in that. But if we're going to talk about it as a whole, if I'm the manager, if I'm LaRusso, if I'm, you know, the head of this team or a captain of this team, we're going to touch on that. And then what I'm more concerned about is what can we do? How can we adjust our mindset to be the best Chicago White Sox team that we can be? Yeah, and it's like, also not not to mention in um at this point of the season it's like the last thing you need is some kind of is more more of the drama more of the of like the you know kind of um polarizing stuff to happen and the Sox yeah. have had the Sox have, and we both know Sox have had plenty of that all season whether it's Tony Larusa whether it's you know um a players you know getting suspended like you know tim anderson whether whatever whether we agree with it or not it's just it's yep. just something that's in the media it's there you know lance lynn stuff like that so it's like they they don't need that with it with the way the season is going yeah. um but you know Made that same point with the mets going into the yeah. season if you remember yeah yeah keep the drama to a minimum the drama 100 mm -hmm. affects how you perform mm -hmm. on the field and just like you said it's been so much drama with the white Sox this year off the field on the mm -hmm. field suspect everything and it, it is it is all impacting what we're seeing every single day so yeah i agree i agree yeah and, and you know what's funny is that like as much as in new york you're always going to have something like i mean we uh, in chicago obviously it's big it's a big media town but uh it's not probably as as, as crazy as new york is um there's always going to be something in new york where the, the media is going to talk about because they have to they need to find something but the men's have been pretty clean all season Right, if I if I can remember correctly, and they're one of the best teams in 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 baseball, so it's it's just like goes to show, maybe you know what I mean. It's like everyone gets is on the same page, you know, everyone stays out of each other's way in in in, in a positive way, and just like you know, let everyone do their job, chill out, and and you know things like this could happen, good things could happen. So, um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. What, only time will tell with the White Sox, and and they have all the time in the world still to get back, um get back on the horse and be able to, you know, make a run. So hopefully they could do it. Like I said, they got three at Baltimore, which is going to be a tough series. I mean, we saw the Cubs play the, the Orioles as well recently. And they're, we, we see why they're such a good team. I mean, they have great, great pitching and, and, you know, they're, you know, their players just fundamentally sound. So Sox are, are going to have their hands full in that series. They got Arizona for three at home, but even then, um, it's not going to be an easy game. They, they're just not familiar with the Diamondbacks. So playing them at, at guaranteed rate field, uh, will be something to watch. Uh, we're going to shift over now to the Cubs, who are 52 and 69. Uh, they beat the Nationals uh, two games out of three. Uh, then they beat uh, the Orioles in a single game. It was a makeup game. Um, they ended up uh, uh, winning that series um, as a whole. And then they beat the Brewers two games out of three. So uh, the Cubs' great second half continues, um, which is, again, weird to say, but they just have been able to, uh, you know, get win after win and, and division win after division se or, or uh, series win after win. And, you know, especially 
you know, when you play teams like uh, the Brewers and the Cardinals, it's just great to, you know, beat those teams because they're ahead of you and you can affect the playoffs, uh, the playoff standings. It's just, it's nice, nice to do. Um, and they've just been showing like this, like never say die attitude, right? It's like every game, like they're not out of it. Um, if they're going to come back late, they're going to come back late. And it's just uh, been really fun, honestly, fun to watch in the second half. Like it's it compared compared to the first half and just some of the low points. Like it has actually been fun to watch. It just been they've kind of been running, I guess you could say, running on all cylinders because uh, the uh, starters have been doing well. I mean, I know I think just the only kind of speed bump has been Keegan Thompson, but we talked about it before where he kind of reached his innings limit, so it might be a little bit of fatigue, a little bit of that. But um, yeah, Justin Steele just being Justin Steele and and being impressive. Strowman being impressive. Uh, you know, it going Drew Smiley just going down the line, and it, it's you know. Cubs really have been able to um, set the tone in the second half and it might go on to, to you know, to next year. So uh, kind of what did you think and what was your, I guess, um, highlight of the week uh, in amongst those series uh, for the Cubs? Oh my gosh. It is so, so many, so many different highlights, so many different things that I, that I could, that I could point to. Um, I just, I think, that, I think to start off, I just love how, the Cubs recognize that right now, just play ball, just play baseball. That that that's it. It's like it's like when you're a kid going to little league and you're just playing to enjoy the game. That's what the Cubs are doing right now. There's no expectations on this season. I think I think um you know, of uh, one of my biggest highlights from that past week of baseball is, is Nick Madrigal. I think I think that he has. Uh, I loved his approach, at, and I was at the the eight seven win, which was one of the coolest. Cubs games that I've been to. I love going every year with the with the Aaron Water show going on. It's one of my favorite things to do every single year. Um obviously that day they were more like practicing, they're more performing for the fans of Wrigley. Even better. Um, oh my gosh. I just I think that this <laughs> the Cubs always do this thing <laughs> after the trade deadline in August, September, where they play some of their best baseball. Cause I think they they realize they realize like, you know what? let's just go out there and, and, and perform. Um, and, and, you know, playing at Wrigley is obviously something very special and they got one heck. So they got one heck of a fan base behind them. Um, you know, offensively, I think, I think it's been very fun, very fun to watch this, this squad. Uh, you know, we talked about the starters. We, we love, I just love uh, this really, this really good team baseball going on right now. I think they welcome Fran Reyes very, very well with open arms. Um I think there's so many there's there's so many great uh, things to look forward to when it comes to this Chicago Cubs ball club, and you know it makes me excited, man. It makes me excited for this team in the future. Uh, Wilson has been he's been on fire. He's been spectacular behind the plate as well. Um, so many things to point to. So many things to point to, and it's just very very good Chicago Cubs baseball. And even though they lost last night, that was a good game in itself. It was one pitch. It was one pitch I got hit over the wall, and you know I thought Drew Smiley was solid that entire game. Albert Pujols is Albert Pujols. You know what I mean? That's 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 one of the best hitters of all time, and we're we're blessed to still see him playing right now, to still see him performing at such a high level, and the tear that he's been on lately. It's, it's you know it's been it's been incredible. So uh, hats off to this ball club. Um, you know, it's it's it's, all, it's always great to see the Cubs win, and you know have a good time at Wrigley. So yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot to, there's a lot to feel good about when it comes to, you know, being a fan of the Northsiders. 
Yeah, and, and I think also to another thing, and as you mentioned, like um, Madrigal and just like you know Reyes and stuff. I think it's kind of cool to also have a set lineup, and I think that like it's been like that for like a couple of weeks now, where it's like you know Madrigal, Contreras, like Hap, Suzuki, Reyes, Horner, um, kind of up and down. Morel most of the time batting ninth, uh, which you know he's been doing what fine there. So, um. Yeah, it's 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 sort of like regardless of the standings, they really are just going out there and performing, and you know, kind of, you know, the, people always say it's it's easy. I think it's easy for a, even a losing team to um, enjoy playing baseball because of the fans at Wrigley Field, like the way they pack the house um, and and stuff like that. When no matter what the record is, I'm sure that gives you an extra like you know jolt. And no matter who you're facing at home, like your th- every game is a playoff game. Stroman kind of alluded to it. Uh, when they had talked about um, or when they interviewed him the other day and he was saying, you know, like he loved to play the rest of his career here, just the way the fans are and the way that, you know, they are still behind us regardless of, you know, the, the standings and stuff. And um, yeah, it's just cool to hear that. And the thing is too, is like, I think it was Nico Horner that said that these games are big, you know, the second half is, is a big deal for them because uh, the more they win, um the more uh, it shows that next year they could come back and, and be a competitive team. And, and it shows uh, free agents that they could be competitive next year. And, you know, it could be like, Hey, we're just missing this or, Hey, by the way, we're just missing this and, and we'll be back. Um, that's a good thing to, you know, to, to kind of uh, convince a team a, a player like, you know, Carlos Correa or Xander Bogart, stuff like that to come here and, you know, to show them that, you know, they're the missing piece. And I think that's, a, and I never, and I, to be honest, like, it was much as we've said that you know it, it this could lead into next year really didn't even think about that in the, in that perspective so it's really uh fascinating the way the players put it and the way that they're kind of putting their heads down and and saying you know what we want players to come here uh we want to win uh so how about we win now and that'll it'll, it won't benefit us in the season but it'll benefit us in the long run to kind of get guys here and yeah and like and i think the way that these players I've been playing in series like the Brewers and series like the Cardinals. It kind of, it does kind of like, you know, give you a little bit of, of, of a, uh, a preview of like what they can play in big games. Like Madrigal, the way he played in that, you know, that win against the Brewers, which man, I mean, that's like that win against the Brewers on Saturday was like may, may be game of the year for the Cubs. It's, it was, you know, resilient hit after resilient hit. And just like, you know, being able to come back off Devin Williams and, put some good at bats against Williams and uh, be able to get that win is a big deal. And yeah. And, and like that, uh, you know, being able to beat the Nats, you know, the, obviously one of the worst teams in baseball, if not the worst, I believe uh, the Orioles, another great team. It's another team that's going to, you know, as we said before, looking to be in the playoffs. Um, and then the Brewers who, who, you know, kind of showing their true colors in the sense that, you know, they're in second place. They're well behind the, the, the Cardinals. Now I think five games, and um, kind of showing uh, the Cardinals are just a better team. And they just, re- they just are, you know, like when we said this too earlier in the season, like the way that the, the Midwest has been playing baseball this year has not been good. Like it's just not been good, a good brand of baseball in general, but the Cardinals are the class of the central in every way. Like they just are regardless of it, you know, biases aside, like Cardinals are just the best team in, in, in the Midwest right now. They're better than any team in the AL central, in my opinion, um, so I think they've been doing what they have to do. 
Um, and they've just gotten better. They they look like they really want to win. And the thing is, they're gonna they're gonna be a problem for someone in the playoffs, as they always are. I mean, you know, it's it's nothing new. Of course, the Cardinals could finish like you know, uh, as the with the worst record in the postseason and still make a run. So we've seen that before. And you know, with guys like Jordan Montgomery that we saw last night, uh, it, it just clearly shows that you know they're trying to make a run. Uh, and they don't fear teams like the the Dodgers and stuff like that. But we'll see. Obviously, come come playoff time, it's it's when it'll really you know come on. And, and and the thing is, if you told me that the Cardinals make a World Series run, I would not be surprised. Like it's just it, you know, I don't think I don't think they will ultimately. But like if they did, I'm like, of course they did, right? It's like the Cardinals, <laughs> they have a couple of MVP candidates, and yeah. and their pitching has been stellar. So, yeah. um. Yeah, with that uh, that game last night with Jordan Montgomery, his that that was a, a great performance by him. And of course, like you, you talked about Pools, man. I mean, Pools. I mean, yeah. What, what can you say? I mean, it, the dude is is unbelievable. And the thing is, too, also is, uh, I feel like as every game that he plays against the Cubs, he homers. It just it just. Oh my gosh. Every time, especially at Wrigley, at Wrigley, like he's always gonna hit a bomb. He's got thirty career homers at Wrigley. I mean, that's nasty. That doesn't make any sense. He's got a full season like stats at Wrigley um yeah so I think I mean I can't wait for him to hit 700 I think it's awesome if he you know when when he hits 700 he might do it this series because of how many home runs he hits at Wrigley (laughs) but I'm hoping he does I want him to get to 700 (laughs) so bad yeah dude and and you know what's funny too is like I'm just thinking it's like how how cool would it be just for him not like how cool would it for him to get it at Wrigley and not at, at Bush Stadium? You know what I mean? It's like, right, yeah, yeah. You no, know, it's just a little like, you know, hell yeah, and it'll get a little. Yeah, yeah. Oh, ha, ha. happened here. He kicked our butts here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm like, you know, t- we'll take every every uh every little win that we can while we yeah, can exactly. get it. But yeah, other than that, the other notes that we have for the Cubs is really, uh, you know, it's a couple on the injury side. Patrick Wisdom hurt his hand in a slide in that Brewers series. Uh, he was day to day last time I saw his X-rays were negative. Um, and then Kyle Hendricks, uh, his years over officially after a, cap- a capsular tear. Um, uh, you know, that's uh, the way his season has gone. And, it, and it's it, it's been, you know, negative from a stat perspective, from a performance perspective. Maybe that's what was bothering him. I, I hope so. Right. It's like you hope it's an injury thing. You hope that he can come back next year and be a big help uh, for us. Um but what we will see, uh, definitely a lot, a lot, you know, for that to happen. Um, but again, the Cubs have four more games against the Cardinals. Uh, it's a five game series, um, again, um, which I feel like we've had like five of those against the Cardinals this year and the Brewers. Um, and then of course we face the Brewers again, and that's actually for the last time this season. Well, last time we'll see the Brewers this season will be this weekend at, um, American uh, family insurance field. So it's going to be, um, nice to, um, be able to have an opportunity to get a winning record against them. Cause I believe we have a winning record against them as, at the moment. Um, so yeah, the Cubs again, 52 and 69 and just kind of pushing through. Uh, hopefully they can continue that and get a series win against the Cardinals this week. Um, a couple things around uh, major league baseball also is uh little league world series game was this Sunday. And I thought that was a, a, a like a fun uh, little thing that major league baseball does every year. And, um uh we kind of talked about it before we got on is like they, they had a little they had a kids cast and i thought it was hilarious just because like um having kids commentate a, a baseball game is just funny to me and live tv too like all the stuff they said uh, like they'd be like i just thought it was funny because like they'd be you know 
they'd be talking about Xander Bogart's stats, and then they, they and then all of a sudden they talk about how Xander Bogart loves to dance or something. Like it's just funny to me. But uh, <laughs> but uh, the game was also cool. I mean the uh, Orioles, Orioles and Red Sox, and and uh, game went down to the wire, and then uh, Orioles ended up winning that one. But uh, it's just cool to see. Um, uh, what were your thoughts on that game? And just kind of like uh, well, the Cubs weren't in a few years ago. Um, but I, th- I think it's one of those games that, like, I'm, I hope they keep doing every year because it's kind of the cool collaboration between the kids and, and the players. And also it does a lot for the game, right? If you think about it, like, it, it kind of, um, you know, for those kids meeting Major League Baseball players, like, you know, they might, you know, you not only will you create a fan for life, but, I mean, they might want to keep playing baseball for life, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, those are those are memories that you don't forget. And it's, it's, it's really cool to get, to get, like, kids' perspectives because it's such a – it's such a more loose kind of view when it comes to so many things. And, you know, when, when I'm, when I'm coaching, when I'm coaching the kids that I, that I work with so many, so many of the, the different little funny comments that they make, I'm like, yeah, yeah of course. I've, <laughs> I've heard some of my players say these things and it's just, it's just fun. It's so, it's so good for the game. Um, You know, it's, it's important to see, you know, little leaguers shake see, watch the big leaguers shake hands with each other after a game obviously that's not something that happens uh in pro ball but it's you know it's you know, it's it shows good sportsmanship i think these games showcase a lot of good sportsmanship um and you know it it, it was fun when the cubs were in the last year and i thought this year was a great game as well so you know it's you know it, it's something that i love when the mlb does it because it's such a outreach aspect of of baseball that I think we're getting back to slowly. Um, but just, just, just in terms of, you know, this, this, this event alone, I, I love it. I love every second of it. And, you know, it's, it's what makes baseball special. These are, this is the type of memories. If I was a kid and I was there, I wouldn't stop talking about it for the rest of my life. I would, I, I wouldn't shut up. So it, this is, this is something amazing all around. I love it. Yeah, no, I I can only imagine like what those like the what's going through those kids' heads, like meeting like, you know, Bogarts and like Raphael Devers and you know, uh Cedric Mullins and all that's pretty pretty awesome. Uh another thing too, uh before we go, I did want to talk about uh the division standings and I was kinda looking at them and it's like it always get you always get to that point of the season where you're just kinda like these it's just no there's no going back. Like these divisions are basically done. We got a month, we got like a month left of, of baseball in the regular season, which is really crazy now that I think about it. Um but when you look at, you know, the divisions like the AL East, uh, whether, you know, regardless of whether what the Yankees are, you know, doing or the struggling or whatever, there's still eight games up on the Rays. Um, then you look at the AL West and the Astros are still 11 and a half games ahead of the Mariners. Um, then you have the, the, uh, the NL West where they're 17 and a half games ahead of the Padres the Dodgers are it's yeah I mean for for all intents and purposes those, those divisions are done I mean what, what what's your take on that like you look at you look at some of these and it's just like there's no point I mean the the Padres are prop they have a good chance of still making the playoffs whether it comes from the wildcard perspective but it's like at that point you just don't even look at the division anymore yeah yeah when you look when you yeah you look at you look at the NLS that's that's pretty much said and done um, I think the Mets are gonna gonna stand pretty. I think they're gonna be pretty much ten toes down for the rest of the season, but the Braves still are kind of behind them a little bit, kind of on them a little bit. Um, you know, just three games back, so you know there's a chance that that 
does change, but I, you know, I, I, I doubt it. Yeah, looking at the AL East, uh, even with the Yankees being as abysmal as they've been, they are still eight games. <laughs> still eight games ahead of the Rays. So I don't see that really, really changing at all. Yeah, the I guess one of the cool things you can maybe say about the AL Central is that because a lot of these teams haven't performed all that great, it is still a pretty close race kind of um so you know there's that aspect and then obviously the al west is the al west and the astros are going to go back to the playoffs as they always do so you know i i, I agree i agree with you with the except like literally like the only the only division i look at is the al central and i'm like okay well, that can go either way so yeah i agree i agree yeah the the central's probably the al central now that i think about it is probably going to be the, the uh craziest divisional race now the yeah. wildcard races are probably going to, you know, they're still going to be intense just because of, you know, just be, you know, teams are going to be close anyways. I mean, I think really just the Braves are kind of a lock. The Braves look like they're a lock for a wildcard spot, whether if, you know, whether, you know, they, they have a chance of still winning the division, but if they don't win the division, Mets and the Braves are going to make it from wildcard perspective. They're just that good. Um, in the, on the other side, in the American league, the Rays are in first place in the wildcard and they just have a, a half game lead. So that race is also going to be um, intensified come, come the weeks ahead. And I think uh, it's the best time of the year for that. And I think that um, it's cool to have a, a team from our city in that race. And it's going to be the White Sox that are going to be, you know, competing every day to, to scratch and claw their way to the playoffs. Um, and hopefully they do, hopefully they get there. I mean, they have all the pieces and, and, you know, if they could get healthy and, and get everything done, then obviously they'll get there. So, um, but yeah, other than that, you, you know, it's, it's definitely, uh, you know, looking good for, for teams that for uh, teams like, for example, like the, the Mariners, you know, they have a two and a, two and a half game lead over the Orioles. Um, but stories like that also, um, like the Orioles and the Mariners, uh, teams that haven't, you know, um, necessarily, they haven't been in the playoffs, you know, uh, you know, for a while. So, um, it's cool for them to kind of get a little bit of, uh, of a jolt there. Um, and maybe even, you know, the, with the way the Padres that, you know, their situation that with that, these, you know, them making to the playoffs would also be good for them and kind of having, you know, Soto kind of, you know, maybe rejuvenate the fan base and kind of give them more something to cheer for. Uh, and, and, you know, even the Phillies too, I mean, they, they, I think, um, when we talked about them earlier in the season, I, I didn't expect it to be where they're at right now, uh, right, with, yeah. you know, defensively, but you know, uh, Thompson's been, you know, been able to take over, uh, um, in the manager spot and, you know, get it, get it done. And they've been having a winning record under him. So, yeah. um, we'll see where things go, but plenty of time, plenty of time for some of the teams is just, you know, it's a month of baseball left. Um, but still, uh, a lot of it, uh, still lies in a lot of teams hands. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that'll, that'll basically wrap it up for this episode of the at bat baseball podcast, episode 21, uh, presented by war media. I am Sal Rodriguez along with miles Porter, uh, for until next week. See you later. <laughs>